Hey, hi, and hello, everybody. Welcome back, or welcome to another episode of Ranting and Reviewing. I am your host, Andrew, and this is a podcast dedicated to reviewing randomly selected movies that I uh, wouldn't choose myself, um, not interested in, or whatever the case may be. They are random, and I'm watching them and reviewing them in hopes of finding what I like to call a hidden gem. Uh, Only found one so far out of the... 32 episodes I've done. Found some great movies that um, were either really low on my list or weren't even on my list, but they weren't hidden gems. Um, But yeah, uh, if you want to check out that episode, it's Primal Fear. I think that's my best one yet, honestly. I really love doing that episode, watching that film. Um, And then I also just, before I get even to the review, I will rant about certain topics. Topics that... um, rub me the wrong way, that I don't understand, that, um, doesn't make sense, that piss me off, whatever I may, um, I may be feeling that day. Like, today's episode, I haven't even picked a movie, I haven't even watched it or anything like that. I just thought of this, I was like, I really need to get this one out there, you know, I need the people to hear. Um, so, this week's rant will be coming right after this. I forgot, do a little housekeeping. Um, I have another podcast called Babbling On Podcast. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and it's where me and my boy Kyle, the homie, we talk pop culture, what we're watching, uh, TV, movies, what we're listening to, new sneaker drops coming out, sneakers that are on our radar, um, stuff like that, really. And then there's always other... There's It's sprinkled in more than that. It's just a little comedy, a little pop culture discussion having fun we do brackets every episode we do 16 seeds head to head you vote on our instagram over at babbling on podcast and then we discuss the results tell you where you guys went wrong because our opinions are kings king kings um it's a good time go follow that instagram and if you want to follow the instagram for this podcast it's at ranting and reviewing uh you'll see the logo for this um show as the picture, you can't miss it. Uh, if you want to follow along, that's great. That's where I post the. That's where the newest episodes get posted first. And I also am just sharing scores of what I'm watching, and you can see those. Uh, send me a message. We could discuss a, a film I watched or a film you want to recommend. Anything like that. I am open. I'm here. It's a good time. Um, what have I been watching? Whew. That's part of the rant, actually. So I'll save the TV show. What did I... Oh, I went and saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. A24's new horror comedy. And, um... I... It's kind of reverse. I, I like the ending more than I like the beginning. The beginning was was good. Um, but it got stronger as it went on. It's very satirical. Very funny. Solid ending. I would recommend. I don't think everybody's gonna like it. But I would recommend. Because you gotta give it a shot. It's a good time. So I saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Um, and I think that's really it on movies front. It's been a slow week, actually. Um, slow, yeah. Uh, and then I'm watching a new show. Actually, I'm watching Hard Knocks as well. If you guys aren't, if you're a fan of football and you're not watching Hard Knocks on HBO, you're missing out. It is such a good, um, look into training camp. Even though I know, like, it's gonna be sugar-coated, you're not gonna get all of the real stuff. You do get some, like, some real... Some real emotion, both good and bad. It's it's translated well. I'm sure we could get a little bit more in-depth, but what we're getting is still solid. So check that out. It's on the Detroit Lions. It's good. good two episodes so far. 
And then, um, so I just started on Apple, Apple Plus, Blackbird, starring Taron uh, Edgerton and, oh man, I forgot his name. It's, it's a three name. Paul Newman Thomas, Paul Thomas Newman, maybe? Does that sound right? He's the star of Richard Jewell. He was the security guard in I, Tanya. He is so unbelievable. And those two, um, this is such a good show. It's like Mindhunter, but not as... It's I, it's a little more dramatized than Mindhunter, which is really the main difference. But um, if you have Babel Plus, I highly recommend it. It's super solid. But let's get into this week's rant. Um, I haven't even watched or picked the random movie yet. I just I thought of this, and I said, let's record this. Let's get it out of the way. And... Um, it's it's the amount of content that's being made. And I'm not even going to talk movies. Because, at least with movies, it's usually about uh, hour 30 to three hours of your time. And then that's it. And then you'll get a sequel maybe a year, at minimum a year later. Probably more like two to three years later. So it's it's much more easier, easy. It's much more easy to consume the content, right? I'm talking about TV shows. So um, there is so much content out right now because there are so many different streaming platforms there's showtime there's hbo max there's apple plus there's peacock there's paramount plus there's netflix there's hulu Ooh, i'm probably missing some there's amazon yeah um there's so many streaming services and it's not like the networks you know the networks i think they weren't pumping out nearly as much i don't know actually no i don't think they're pumping out nearly as much but now that it's like streaming and you don't have to get a time slot covered, you can. These companies are just throwing money at shit, hoping it sticks. And a lot of them are sticking because there are some great shows out there that are on my list that I want to watch. I just don't have the time. Um, that might be me personally because I do have uh, too many hobbies. I'd say so myself, um, and I think you would agree. I have the four major sports. I follow all four teams, and I'm I watch um, every Packers game, uh, most Warriors games, baseball. 162 games. I'm probably watching 30 to 40 a season, so not nearly as much. Summertime is a little more time, and then hockey, uh, half the games, maybe. I don't know. I'm watching a lot of sports, just just in general. And then there's those games that don't even involve those teams that I'm watching. So yeah. Hobbies might take a factor into that. All the movies I want to check out. Um, I have video. You just there's too many hobbies. Maybe that's my real problem. But let's just let's get back to the content. I got a little distracted there. So there, I made a list of things that I want to watch that have either dropped just in 2022 or are going to drop. This doesn't include 2021 drops that I haven't even gotten to. This doesn't include new seasons like Only Murders in the Building. I haven't even touched season two. Haven't touched season three of Barry. Haven't touched season three of Solar Opposites. I haven't touched any of those. But I decided I'll just make a list of all the stuff that I want to watch in 2022. So, Blackbird I mentioned, right? Apple Plus. There's The Resort on Peacock that looks great. It's from the people that uh, did Palm Springs. It's starring the Lovely lady that I can't remember her name from Palm Springs. It looks really intriguing. There's rap shit on HBO. There's the rehearsal, which I did check out the first episode, and I just haven't gotten back to him because when the fuck am I going to? That's on HBO with Nathan... Um, whoa, drawing a blank. Nathan Fielder? Yeah. 
Um, then there's House of the Dragon that comes out on Sunday. At least that's every that's once a week. Uh, I can keep up with that. That starts on the 21st. HBO. Then there's Severance from Apple. I haven't touched it yet. Little Demon. It's um if you haven't heard of it, it's the one of the creators, Dan Harmon of um, Rick and Morty. It's a sh- it's an animated show coming out on FX that is um about this girl. Her mom is normal quote-unquote and then her dad is literal satan looks very funny that's on the list um the offer i did watch that one finished it on paramount plus there's candy on hulu that dropped feels like a long time ago out of range on amazon the bear on fx everyone's talking about the bear haven't touched it yet really want to there's pam and tommy on hulu again one that i haven't even touched yet there's winning time on hbo i did finish we own the city on hbo haven't touched under the banner of heaven with andrew garfield i haven't touched yet i would love to i shouldn't be touched is the wrong one but i think it gets the point across um from fx then there's rings of power the new lord of the rings television show that's coming out on amazon prime and i think that comes out on september 2nd friday i don't know there's clearly that was my list i made a list i got prepared um and i think you heard my phone i apologize for that usually i'm better but like i said i just jumped into this um so yeah like I know I missed some. Yellow Jackets finished up in 2022. I got to finish that. There's just so um so much content out right now and they're just that's just the good stuff or at least the stuff that looks good, the intriguing stuff, the stuff that I want to watch. There's so much other that is probably good. It just you have to give it a shot and I can't give it a shot. There's no there's no time to give it a shot. So, um I think people need to time slot's not a, not going to be a thing. I understand that, but I really prefer and I wish shows – I don't like to binge. I've barely ever binged anything. I think more shows – and I think it, it is slowly correcting itself, but more shows need to go back to the once a week, give us some time, give us time to do anything else we want and just let's let's um, let's throw all these streaming services in jail. Let's lock them up, make them think about what they're doing. They need to, they really need to just stop throwing money at these things and really put time into just the good shows. I don't even know if that's really going to do anything. I don't know. Let's just stop creating so much fucking content. Um, People like me included, who wants to listen to all our uh, podcasts? I don't know. That's a different rant. Too much content. We're going to throw it in jail. Okay, so now that that is in jail, all the content being made, we lock that bad Johnson up. Let's get into this episode's movie review. So, um, another decent selection. I wouldn't call this one a hidden gem, per se. I wouldn't call it a gem, I guess. It was hidden. It was better than I expected. I enjoyed the ride, so let's get into it. It's called The Silencing. Um, it's directed by Robin Prant, who has only done... Uh, shorts or episodes of TV, no other catalog there. It's starring Nicolaj Coster Waldo. Waldo, I'm not I'm 100% sure how to pronounce that, but you would recognize him as Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones. He also has uh, one of, dare I say, my favorite movies, Shot Caller. Uh, super solid, would recommend that. Just off the bat. It's also starring Annabelle Wallace, who you may know as Grace from seasons one and two of Peaky Blinder, Peaky Blinders, and later seasons as well. 
I don't remember exactly which ones, but yeah. So Grace from Peaky Blinders, she's been in a few things as well, but nothing, uh, nothing that beats Peaky Blinders. Not even close. Mm. Um, she's such a treat in Peaky Blinders. Big fan. It has a runtime of ninety three minutes, an unknown budget, and a box office total of one hundred forty one thousand four hundred seventy nine dollars because it was a direct TV uh, release, uh, very minimal. Uh, theater run that's the word i'm looking for theater very minimal theater run um and it was more of a video on demand you know direct type of release um i kind of already said that oh so let's uh let's talk the movie real quick obviously let's give you a little synopsis so it's about um this man rayburn rayburn swanson he lives on a sanctuary in echo falls where there's this 50 mile radius where there's no hunting um, you find out that he lost his daughter five years ago. He's still some, uh, some, I guess, resemblance of hope in finding her. And, um, on the sanctuary, he sees this guy tracking and hunting, um, this young woman. So he goes out there, he gets shot with an arrow. And then, so that's the, that's the main gist of the story is they're trying to figure out who, you find out he, he's a serial killer later on and this has happened many a times and so the the plot of the movie is trying to figure out who this um masked tracker hunter murderer is and there's annabelle um her character is sheriff gustafson and she's got a shitty brother who like they have their own drama going on um you don't know if it's him she doesn't want to believe it obviously there's all this stuff that goes on in between with the two of them, and it's like just this action thriller, crime thriller that goes from there, really. Um, not much else more to it to explain the gist of the story without spoiling it. I'm not going to try to spoil this one because I think some people might like it, honestly. So, um, let's uh, let's get into the reviews. So... Uh, I'm not going to do the whole positive-negative thing. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to try something new, you know? Keep the body guessing. Keep the mind guessing. Keep you guys guessing. And just try and craft this whole um, process. Make it better if I can. So, um, it's a slow slow first act. And it is, it is hindered even more by the cookie-cutter dialogue. Like, it's nothing... It just seems like first-time screenwriter... Just not trying to try to not 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 try, but not trying to overdo it. So they go really basic. Like you've heard all this nonsense before in other other films, um, other TV shows. And just in general, it's very common dialogue, um, and it's kind of boring. And then um, the two main characters, they're American, I believe. I'm not sure where Echo Falls is. Honestly, could be Canada. Um, could be the Pacific Northwest. I don't really know. Could be even just anywhere along the Canadian border, I'd say. But uh, regardless of that, they're American, but it's played by two. I believe Nikolaj is British. I don't, that's probably not true at all, actually. And then Annabelle, I'm like 95% sure she's Irish. And they have very shitty American accents. So it just, you have to get used to that. It's a little, a little crushing. You know, with such bad dialogue, this somehow even stands out more. So, slow start. Seems like they throw in some unnecessary stuff just to maybe keep you off the the, 
the trace of the film and where it's going. I'm not 100% sure. Like, maybe it's just actually development, developmental stuff, but it's slow, and it's not good slow either. And then there's the, the second act, which is very strong, very strong second act. This is where the developments become interesting, and it's like um, you find out like how, I guess, heinous this is. There's scenes of them, like, so on the sanctuary, there's cameras, obviously, not obviously, I didn't know this, actually, but there's cameras, and it's just to make sure nobody is out there hunting, because that's what the, the purpose of a sanctuary is, and you're not uh, hunting or gathering, and he sees uh, a young woman run across the camera, chased by this man who is in this full ghillie suit, right, and so it really starts to, really starts to start boiling right there, and it's the hunting scenes, like him chasing her, and then um, uh, Rayburn's character getting involved as well, and then eventually him being chased. It's very unsettling. They do a really good job of that, and um, unsettling and tense, very tense scenes, so I like that. Um, they use this the setting, Echo Falls, really well. It's a beautiful place, and they, they use it um, pretty well. I, I, I shouldn't say very well. I'd say pretty well. So I really like that about it. Um, it just it adds to the the intensity because you're in a forest and they they capture that. Like I said, pretty well. And then the final act is it's a decent final act. Um, there's too many there's too many twists and turns. Like the first one, you're like oh, and then I feel like there's like two, three more maybe small ones, smaller. But they 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 add up, they pile up unnecessarily. But overall, it's uh, pretty good, um, pretty good twists and turns. Um, slight spoiler, the motive for this guy, whack, super dumb, didn't like it, didn't help the ending. Um, but other than that, it was a, it was a decent third act. The, none of the performances really stood out. I wouldn't say they were bad, I wouldn't say they were good, just fine, they get the job done. Um, and it's just like the story is, I feel like it's something that's been attempted many times before. This isn't, this isn't the peak of it when it comes to like this serial killer type thriller, but it's not, it's not the worst either. It was done well enough. It's interesting enough. It keeps you, it keeps you intrigued throughout the majority of it. So yeah, it was done well. Um, I wouldn't say it was a bad film. I wouldn't say it was a great film. So I gave it a 6.8 out of 10, which leads me to actually... I've never explained this before, my rating system. So 1 through 4.9, that is just some version of bad, not good. Even worse than bad in some cases, right? 5 to 6 is average. 6.1 to 7.4 is good. 7.5 to about 8.9 is great. I might even bring that down a little bit. And then 9 to 10 is just top tier amazing so yeah this falls in the good category not not groundbreaking um probably wouldn't ever watch it again but if somebody was like asking for a good action thriller that i might recommend it you know it would be it'd be stuffed stuffed in the brain somewhere where it might surface again you know like one of those like i'm not gonna forget about it but i'm also not going to remember it forever kind of thing so yeah i gave it a 6.8 out of 10 that's compared to a 6.2 by imdb and an absolutely terrible 13 percent from rotten tomatoes i don't know how you could possibly give this 
I know, I think they're weighted or whatever, weighted on the critic scores, but I don't know how it comes out to 13%. That's astonishing. That is unbelievable. There's no, there's no chance this deserves anything lower than maybe a four. So still, I could see people thinking it's not good, but damn near terrible. That blows my mind. All right, and it's time for everybody's favorite segment. How would a Hollywood want to be with a podcast fix this movie? I don't know. This one's tough. Um, overall, I think I would take out the sister-brother drama between the sheriff and her brother. It doesn't add to the story whatsoever. It kind of it kind of makes it a little more confusing overall, too. Try not to give anything away, but it doesn't. It it's unnecessary. I think um, it just brings down the main focus of like the story i in my opinion and then um i would use the forest m- even more and i would make like the the scenes like i said they were intense they were unsettling but they were quick um i would have made them a little bit longer i would have really utilized them the the fact that like they're being tracked like that stuff was like i said unsettling i would try and implement longer drawn out scenes in the forest and less like like less um, high paced action, which they often turned into. So those were those are the things that I thought would make this maybe like a point a pointer point point two high point one two higher maybe I don't know. It's obviously about execution as well. So yeah, six point eight, not bad. Check it out if you're a fan of action thriller, crime thriller, serial killer, whatever. Decent twists, decent performances slightly above decent film i don't know check it out follow the instagrams like i said um leave a review if you feel so inclined that would be awesome you you know how those drive podcasts and um tell your friends if you like what you hear and i will see you guys next time (laughs) 